Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Granula oh. was already taken. Like, what do you mean? There was one, like Peter said, there was one other fucking cereal and you just called it the other guy's cereal? That's, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Oh, yeah. my God. Hey, what's up, dudes? Uh, it's Lord Boys. What's up, dudes? What's up, dudes? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Lore Boys. This time, I'm bringing you some CE real history slash lore. Oh uh, <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You write that one. You write that one ahead of time, or is that off the dome? I wrote it down. A joke crafted as finely as a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah that one was fresh today though it's not soggy yet uh, yeah, oh yeah i just was, made it right before you could tell that that was cereal before milk that's yeah. that, that's the kind of joke that that was it's the only way to do it yeah <laughs> uh so my name is james miller uh who else is here i'm ethan enjoying a a good bowl of uh gmo cereal gmo a lot like eugenics when you think about it <laughs> Yeah, uh, God must uh, oblige is what that stands for. <laughs> GMO stands for. <laughs> I love my God must oblige cord. <laughs> and Pete, I'm uh, my favorite seal for real is uh, Quaker oatmeal squares, which I think is a different guy. Quaker I've, oatmeal squares, I've never had. Blue box, little pillow, delicious, love them. Okay, ah. I was I was standing in the cereal aisle today when I was on my way back from work, just like looking at the cereal being like what do i want to get i'm like i'm at that age now where i'm like looking at the sugar content of cereals and i'm like how does like yeah. cinnamon toast crunch have almost like almost less sugar than like raisin bran you know what i mean like there's what you, like, really healthy oh. cereal has so much sugar too like it all just has so much sugar it's crazy yeah. like mini wheats it's like it's like as bad as any of the i've got mini wheats now yeah. yeah for the for the fiber they're great the fiber's great i need it for my hemorrhoids but the original creator of cereal really would not have, have liked that that there was sugar in your breakfast cereal it's oh, no. meant to be non-stimulating and just purely nutritional and help you poop. That's all it's supposed to be. That's okay. all it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, is yeah. He, is he like a prison colony guy? Like this utilitarian approach to food is weird. Okay. Well, I suppose we're going to find out. Yeah. yeah we're exactly. going gonna to get into it. Before we get started, do we have any new patrons uh, in the past week? Who are we sending uh, the box of cereal? We've got uh, one that we have in the inbox right now. Uh, warm welcome to Lore Boys Reference and shout out to Ed Gein's Belt. Who joined That's us. a Lore Boys uh, reference. <laughs> uh, yeah, the nipple belt is um, the heart of the nipple belt was a t- title of one of our episodes. And <laughs> yeah. Ed Gein, the guy I who sh- like, I swear skip- I fucking repressed the show. <laughs> 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 I only remember a couple of things, but yeah, um, 
Ed Gein, the guy who like inspired uh, Buffalo Bill, which yeah. maybe we talked about on Hannibal, and it's an episode that I wrote. That's why we it's talked about it on the Cur- on the Kirby episode, probably. Yeah, because yeah, I, I googled his house <laughs> to draw those <laughs> boo cops in. Yeah. Um, but yes, he had like a belt made of human nipples that he had made for uh, after robbing graves, and like a lampshade and stuff. So Ed Gein's belt, uh, I'm glad it's still. I'm so glad it's still out there. And also, thank you for your support. Yeah, yeah. nothing like Thanks that today, support. mate. At most, there might be mass uh, foreskin production, uh, but uh, that's, <laughs> or not production, that's but, but removal. Production. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Oh, okay. from one from harvested from one person and given to another, I guess. Oh, but, of course, yeah. This yeah. is the the Bill the Bill Gateses of the world in the 1920s lined up to get their, <laughs> their more foreskins. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I couldn't find anyone who wanted this episode uh, based off the Discord, but don't worry. <laughs> I know I it's like the way that you put that. Yeah. Yeah. No one wanted, Nobody it, wanted this. This is what we're going to do. Um, so do you guys eat cereal? What's your stance on cereal? I haven't eaten cereal since being a kid. I don't buy I'm it. Huge, I don't eat I'm a it. huge cereal guy. I'm a cereal yeah. at night guy. Okay. Like a snack between to tide me over from dinner to bedtime is when I eat cereal. That's a good one. I haven't <laughs> had cereal for breakfast in probably over a decade. I'm very much a uh, bagel and cream cheese first, which is my optimal breakfast, personally. Me with eggs. I go eggs. Eggs almost yeah. every morning. And then um, I'll do sliced meat in lieu of bacon or something like that. Like yes. I had ham, ham, cream cheese on an everything bagel this morning. But um, of all those nitrates, Peter. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, know. I, I, eat, uh, I eat eggs because I'm vegetarian. So like it's a lot of it's like animal protein. And a lot of good vitamins that I don't get in my diet. So I, I yeah. try deliberately to eat a lot of eggs, but then also I, I fucking love eggs. I like eggs and too. I like a bagel cream cheese. But if I'm like trying to be yeah. watch my weight, like be a little healthier, then I'll I'll just do like a couple eggs, maybe like one piece of toast or like some turkey bacon or something. Like sure, sure. Yeah. I currently have mini wheats, but it's just for my munchies, basically. So like I will either get a flavor for sparkling water or some kind of cereal, either oatmeal squares or mini wheats, just to snack on. Because like when I get the munchies, I'm stoned. I need to eat, but I just don't want to do chips or candy or anything like that. And I understand yeah. there's uh, half a million grams of sugar in fucking mini wheats, yeah. but it feels smarter than eating a bag of like wine gums or something. Yeah, I, I eat a lot of cereal. My favorite cereal of all time, probably number one with a bullet, Reese Puffs. Um, oh, yeah. OK, yeah, yeah. Uh what we eat a lot of mini wheats. I very ironically really like cornflakes. Uh, cornflakes with some banana, sliced up banana and sugar. Very, very good. Um, and uh, my wife has got me on the plain Cheerios, not the honey nut. It's the plain multi grain Cheerios are the, are the best ones. Multi grain, they're like a bunch of different just, colors. They're my fave. I've never a big Cheerio guy. Yeah, we've had the multi grain a few times now too, but just the. Now, uh, yeah, they've just they've grown on me. I've eaten enough times. Like, I love so how like, most of our audiences in the U.S. listening to us talk about things that have like and complaining about the amount of sugar in plain Cheerios when they're sitting there <laughs> eating something that is is just boiled styrofoam yeah. with like a cartoon animal on the yeah. box. Well, right? I, I was just yeah. about to say, like, what I like about uh, plain Cheerios is it's really reminiscent of eating a box of or a bowl of cardboard with like milk. It's like milky cardboard. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's something nice about that. <laughs> we'll uh, have, uh... My wife just messaged me on Discord to say to say 
presumably to tell you, Peter, the multigrain has more sugar. That's why we uh, eat the plain. Oh. <laughs> but they're tastier. They're tastier. You well, can tell them apart. Of course they're tastier. You can tell them apart. <laughs> well, cornflakes uh, did come from our boy, John Kellogg, who we're going to be talking about today. Uh, it's developed in his sanitarium. Um, oh, <laughs> we're going to oh. talk more about Cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, but before we get there, We've got uh, a little ways to go. Let's let's first think what was breakfast like a couple hundred years ago, back before cereal, uh, but in colonial times leading up to the Industrial Revolution. What was what was friggin' breakfast like, guys? What would you eat? Do you know, hard hardtack, maybe a piece of jerky Por- if you were porridge? a millionaire. Bread, gruel. Uh, oh yeah, great. Yeah. So these are I good think, guesses. I think gruel is a type of porridge. Oatmeal, oatmeal, gruel, and porridge are all kind of the same thing. Right? Yeah, oatmeal is a type of porridge. Porridge just typically means any like boiled down, uh, like usually um, grass or something like that. So, like, if you're a oatmeal. farmer, you could have eggs. Those are free. So, yeah. porridge. Free from uh, the chicken's butt. Part of the problem with porridge is unless you had already prepared it or were using already baked bread, you would have to go and get those grains and really work them a lot in the morning before you could actually make the porridge. And it was so time consuming, you would have to wake up at like four or five in the morning just to have your like seven or eight a.m. breakfast. I don't know. So I, I would have been here, but I would I'd have be assumed... exhausted at yeah. that point. I wouldn't be able to masturbate at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have assumed that it would it was like a you put them in a pot with water and then you like leave it next to the hearth. Right. Okay. And it's just like just enough heat overnight to like be soft in the morning kind of thing. Maybe maybe some people did that, but the common thing to do was just to eat your leftovers from dinner. So if you had a sense. bunch you had meat and potatoes. Pilgrim's eating would... cold pizza in the morning, dude. Let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it usually was more like a meat and a potato type of thing, or like a meat and a vegetable. And they would leave it all night and it would like coagulate in its own fat. And then they would fry it up in the morning kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You can do like a uh, French Canadian stuff. Like there's a lot of like um, my dad makes a great one. Uh, it's like molasses beans and pate, uh, which is just like foie gras, which is just like fat and like uh, animal livers. Kind of we like have something called croton. Uh, croton. Mm-hmm. In, croton uh, is, is, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like beef. It, it's another similar. I thought it was made, more made with beef croton, it's, but maybe I'm wrong. It's like chicken that. liver and chicken heart, I believe is how my dad does it. And the, okay. the fat all holds it together. You're right. Pa- yeah. Pate is a, is it's uh, one thing isn't it something too I think yeah. I I looked it up it seems like pate is the the general term is the the okay. porridge if you the will f- whereas yeah. caton is, <laughs> right. is a cold spiced pork pate oh it's oh, a pork okay. pork, okay. pork. Okay. okay yeah okay well good to know but th- that'd be something pretty common for breakfast then you would have whatever the night was before get your um, lumps of lard yeah. yeah exactly put that all together and um that was oh. fine. One one more quick thing about pate or croton is uh, when my dad would make it, he uses again like chicken parts. He I wouldn't eat it as a baby. I wouldn't eat it if he told me it was chicken liver and chicken hearts. So he was like, uh, "It's monkey meat," and I was like, "Oh, delicious!" And he still <laughs> he, he still calls it monkey meat when he's making it. And like for Christmas or whatever, he's like, "Oh, do you want me to make you some monkey meat? I'll bring it over. You can have it for Christmas and take it home." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. absolutely." <laughs> but I, it's because I refused to eat chicken hearts when I was a baby. <laughs> I saw him the other day, and he was making a a big deal about me having a rosé wine next to me. He's like, "Oh, you're drinking the rosy, drinking oh, the rosy." I'm like, "I'm like, are you trying to like?" Say I'm less of a man for drinking pink wine or something. 
Well, it's a woman's he's, color, Jamie. Yeah, <laughs> he's 60 years old. I guarantee that's exactly what he was saying. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, come to my house and call me gay. Okay. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, anyway. It doesn't matter how right you are. Don't do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so people would just eat whatever was from the night before. Um, but it turns out that eating a heavy meal of mostly meat or the same thing three times a day is not ideal for everyone's health. Jordan Peterson's doing great. Check that out. My, <laughs> oh, even today, we have heard of people eating red meat every meal and they end up crying on the internet. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. Also <laughs> getting yeah. and going to Russia for sketchy surgery. So like, <laughs> yeah, <know>. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd cry on the internet too. Yep. Uh, as time went on, some of the wealthier folks, especially Europeans, uh, followed more of a trend that um, they'd have this giant breakfast buffet, cold smoked tongue, ham, sausage, egg dishes, uh, closer to something you'd see on a breakfast menu today. But that's still not where we were at yet. Where we I, still had people eating their 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 dinner for breakfast. I refuse to start my day without some cold smoked tongue. Okay. <laughs> one time uh, i had to delay my dad to get home for his surprise party and we went shopping and he was just going way too quick i didn't know what to do so i was like fuck i'm gonna have to break something to like keep us here longer and i found <laughs> a, a jar of, of tongues pickled tongues and i was like no one's gonna miss this and i just threw it on the floor and it smashed <laughs> oh my god i would have you arrested i am a firm believer that like all these people who go on tiktok and fuck with drive-thru workers are like and you should not fuck with people making minimum wage, dude. It was a small, no, it was like a small family-owned store. This guy owned that's the worse. store. That's worse. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. Worse. Oh, no, it's like, I know, I know. But I was like, oh, my dad will pay for it or whatever. Like, I would just need to hold him here longer, right? Just grab the steering wheel from him fucking next time. You won't ruin anyone else's day. So I break it. I break it. Tongues and glass everywhere. And the guy's like, no, no, don't worry about it. You guys go on your way. So it didn't even stall us. <laughs> the guy just let us go. Well, I, I hope, like take a report. I hope, that, like, <laughs> I hope Pop from that mom and pop shop is now listening to this episode years later. Like it was him. He yeah, lost, he <laughs> Ethan, I can tell you which store it was. It's not so far from you. You could go check in on him. But, oh damn! Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's um, got like a bad picture of Jamie up on the wall. It's like, have you seen this man? It's like him yeah. wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <It's a child>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's wearing Aged sunglasses. Up. He's got he's got a baby bonnet and a diaper on with a, like a big lollipop <laughs> and a sis. <laughs> I was like sixteen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got these these wealthy folks who can uh, afford the the tongues off the grocery store floor, and uh, but this is not happening for them right now. Um, Right now, our Americans, our our our, cool, our warm blooded Americans, are eating breakfast for dinner or dinner for what breakfast. What year ish is this? This is like nineteenth century. So we're getting into John Harvey Kellogg's life now, who was born in eighteen fifty two. But so we're kind of talking. Century. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're it's we're talking like leading into it, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So John, so to get the full history on cereal and how it came to be, well, we the can hop podcast, right dude. So excited. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We're going to find out what happened to Adnan. Adnan? We actually have interviews I think he's with out. John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you notice that he has a middle name. So he has indeed uh, assassinated someone, uh, like a president or something. Oh, true. John, John Harvey <laughs> Kellogg. Yeah. Uh, so he's an American businessman, uh, inventor, physician, uh, an advocate of the progressive movement. What's the progressive movement back then? 
It's uh, a period of widespread social activism and political reform across the United States on defeating corruption, monopoly, waste, and inefficiency. So all seems like good stuff. Seems like good stuff. Yeah, yeah good thing right, that's yeah. all that's in this Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he seems good and cool. He must be a great guy. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I can sh- show you guys the first picture. He's the director of this place. It was fucking amazing for the time. Uh, the Battle Creek Sanitarium in Battle Creek, Michigan. Yeah, it's like five stories. Five stories. Yeah, it's like uh, a million square feet. Holy. Multiple he treated yeah. he treated a lot of folks in there. There's uh, in it combined aspects of a European spa, a hydrotherapy institution. We'll talk more about that later. A hospital, a high class hotel. Uh, it was a place to be. Henry Ford attended. Thomas Edison, Amelia Earhart, um, bunch of famous people of the time. I don't know, Doc. I just keep dreaming that I'm going to be devoured by crabs. <laughs> That's what happened to her, right? She crashed on the on the, the crab place. Yeah, Christmas Island. Yeah, yeah cra- crash landed on Crab Planet. Yep, crab rave <laughs> around <laughs> the. <laughs> uh, so Kellogg in this beautiful place, he treated the rich and famous, but he also treated the poor who could not afford other hospitals. So pretty cool guy so far. Okay, sure, sure. Yeah, really feel like you're setting. You've put one foot firmly down, and <laughs> you're setting us up for another foot shoe to drop or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes yeah. never drop twice, dude. Come on. Oh, <laughs> come on. Grow up, Ethan. Fairy tales. <laughs> uh, he was an early proponent of the germ theory of disease. Uh, so he's like ahead of his time. He related intestinal flora and the presence of bacteria in intestines to health and disease. Cool. Uh, pretty uh, ahead of time. Um, the sanitarium, so this huge compound, approached treatment in a holistic manner. They promoted vegetarianism, nutrition, uh, exercise, sunbathing, hydrotherapy, no smoking, uh, no drinking. Um, honestly, pretty pretty healthy place. Like for the time, they're they were doing yeah. pretty good. All yeah, that shit didn't. is still good advice. Like uh, yeah. sunbathing's not. <laughs> oh that's true that not not that one getting, like getting, vitamins, outside, getting outside is good yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hydrotherapy too is not like drink eight glasses of water a day it's like oh do you have syphilis well you can stay in a bath for weeks to months <laughs> that's oh, really okay. bad for you yeah well yeah, oh, is it as bad as syphilis your skin falls off if you stay wet too long your skin falls off <laughs> if you have syphilis you go crazy don't you you do it well like Stage three syphilis, I believe, is when it starts to eat pockets into your brain. brain. I see. Can you imagine yeah. just like <laughs> just a bunch of screaming lunatics <laughs> like, in the bath. in a bathtub? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got our episode. <laughs> and he's just dumping oatmeal into it. He's just like, it's gotta yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. And you can just go ahead and use like different cereal mascots and have them chained down. So you can have like yeah. Tony oh, the Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not great. They're keeping me here forever. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, condoms <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so some other stuff he was into he uh believed in yogurt enemas to clear intestinal flora i um, believe in yogurt enemas so okay okay uh he also super against sexual activity unless you're making a kid 
he never even had a kid himself. He had a wife and he didn't ever have a kid. So he's like super anti-gay. He's just like, that is exit only an entry for yogurt dudes. That is immoral. What you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Yeah. He's very strange. He didn't have kids. He, um, I think I mentioned later, he fostered like almost 50 kids. Um, which was pretty good. And I think he adopted eight of them. Um, so that's, on the whole, that's probably pretty good for the world. Although, how good he was as a dad uh, pro- remains to be seen. We weren't there, but yeah. taking fifty kids off the streets probably a good thing. Um, yeah, again, not yeah. not to. I, I we have buried the lead a little bit here. He does have some very yeah. uh, negative uh, out- outlooks. I think on a lot of things like race and eugenics and stuff like that. Yes, he does. Um, everything you've told me so far is like, oh, this guy. You know, ironically, maybe sounds a little neurodivergent and like it wasn't necessarily a thing at the time that people could recognize or diagnose. And so, you know, has now just, you know, as a, as a successful doctor and physician, you know, became like a trusted source for a lot of misinformation based on his own, like personal ideals and beliefs. Yeah. He's a bad, bad guy. He hates masturbation too. Like not, not only sexual activity, but you're not allowed to touch yourself. And he would give like kids, cages or like painful circumcisions so they couldn't yeah. touch themselves or it was too yeah right, it would that. hurt too much so Holy this is stuff that i didn't include off the top but like he is a bad guy and we're kind of laughing at the good things he's doing ironically but a lot of his yeah. like sanitarium advice is just like he's just a primordial guest for like the joe rogan experience right he just like has a bunch of kind <laughs> yeah. of like really 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 basic woo woo good advice like eating yeah. vegetables yeah, yeah. and he presents <laughs> that as like revelatory stuff that we all do yeah <laughs> exactly yogurt enemas he'd be like oh that's wild man (laughs) yeah yeah you don't need a vaccine dude all you gotta do is eat some vegetables and stay in the bath for this month and you're gonna be be okay yeah Yeah, i showered a couple times when i had covid it went away i don't know if it was the vaccines i took or the warm water i'm not a doctor once your water becomes yogurt colored you know it's time to change the water and (laughs) (laughs) oh no uh okay but yeah, bad guy, bad guy. Um, but let's lead up kind of what his history was um, to lead him to have the thoughts that he did, especially around sexual sexuality and why he even became a doctor. Um, so before Kellogg was born, we're, we're stepping back. We're kind of, this is the religious um, kind of path that led to his sect. Uh, and first, before he was born, that led to his sect was the Millerites. They, okay. Yeah, they follow they follow the teachings of William Miller. So Bill Miller back in <laughs> 1831. Okay. Um, Bill Millerson. Yep. Uh he first shaved uh shared pub- shaved publicly. Shaved <laughs> he first shaved pubically. I mean shared publicly. <laughs> no, no, no ghost of Dr. Kellogg, not the cage. <laughs> <laughs> Not the ectoplasmic chastity cage again. Uh, his belief that the second advent of Jesus Christ would occur roughly in the year 1843 to 1844. I wasn't so around. Did it happen? There's a big group of folks and they're all like, he's coming. We can't wait. He's just, coming. Bill I Mills love, said so. I love, I love the chutzpah of these guys to just be like, hey, he, like we believe in this uh, storybook for children from 2000 years ago. <laughs> uh, that says like he's gonna come back okay and you know what it's been 1830 years i bet you it's in my lifetime 
Yep. Oh, yeah. It's just, and, I bet you I'm actually the 60-year window that he comes back in. And I deserve know? to lead the folks <laughs> to him because obviously yeah. I'm as important. I'm part of this. I'm super yeah. important. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, I'm the most important here. Yeah. Jesus is the B story. Jesus coming yeah. back is the B story. I'm the A story in the movie. Yep. So, Billiam Miller, uh, he lost all his followers around 1844, 1845, whenever the day after Jesus didn't come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like a few days after. You could string them, if you strung them along for that long, you keep stringing them for like a week, right? Be like, oh, I I must have got the dates wrong, guy. I was holding the calendar upside down. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it's later. It's next week, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What's the tale on a failed doomsday prophecy? I wonder. Just like, eh. Yeah, it turns out heaven wasn't a place on Earth. It's taking them a while to get here. It'll be a while. Uh, yeah, But the Millerites, they look for new ideologies. So there's a bunch of branches that came out of the Millerites. Um, because they're like, well, if Jesus didn't show up on his watch, then one of us should make a new watch. And it's going to be, yeah. it's gonna and be us. And I'm quaking in anticipation to find out what kind of sex were made. <laughs> I found some interesting illustrations by this guy as well, which I'll toss in the uh, images here for the page. By John Harvey Kellogg or by Bill Miller? By Billy Miller. By Billy, Billy Miller. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Like old, like, I guess, like pencil or like ink drawings of like mythological creatures. He's got like the basic or, math on when the god, oh my god's going to come back. Yeah, there's like, like calculations. Chronological chart of the visions of Daniel and John. Yeah, these this is his like this is his Nostradamus, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's his it's his penmanship and like or his uh his quick maths on when when the big J is coming back. I like the Hydra in, in pagan Rome. Next to the Hydra, I don't know if you guys can see this. It, there's there's uh Jesus of Nazareth on the cross. Yeah, and it looks looks like he's got four titties, like two stacked oh. on top of. On oh top yeah, of yeah, he does. <laughs> Jading, but. What, well, he has, he has four titties. Well, maybe yeah. I, c- I could get behind this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. only John Harvey Kellogg's ghost, not not the ectoplasmic chastity gauge, please. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, the Millerites um, they kind of fell apart, and they started to look for new ideologies. And one of the new branches was the Seventh Day Adventist Church. I've heard of these guys. Do you know what they stand for? I have it written down, but no. No, okay. They stand for a week of seven days. It's true. No, no more. Jesus, uh, Sunday? That's well, what's start. the end of their week? Saturday, uh, su- Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Okay. Saturday. Uh, mon- Monday okay. is uh, we work in the light shop, right? The Everybody takes a turn at the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was what is? Well, it starts two? on Sunday. It starts on Sunday. Mm-hmm. The Lord's Day? Saturday, what? Saturday the seventh day was the day for rest. Well, this is their whole thing. It's the Seventh Day Adventist Church. They say, no, no, Saturday was the seventh day of the week. You started on the wrong day. That's it's- so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? what? Uh, so, the some- calendar was like invented after the fact of all this, right? Like, <laughs> I, I think some there's some calendars that go Sunday to Saturday. Your Maybe phone will ask, like, what? Yeah, what for you, sure. What do you for think sure. the first day of the that, week is, Pete? That's and what I'm I mean. Like, it's it's all fucking arbitrary. It's just like, oh, what, yeah. what do you track your days by? Like, oh yeah, yeah. they have other stuff too that they believe. They're in. all like, named they, for fucking Norse gods anyway. The days like, <laughs> they what have, are they talking about? They, yeah, that's that's one thing. Which is they're like, well, yeah, no, ours is the Saturday. So sure, yeah, they go to church so, on Saturdays yeah, when, exactly. when everything's open, and then all day Sunday they can't fucking do anything because <laughs> yeah. everything's closed. <laughs> 
fucking morons. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they go to the sanitarium and take a bath on Sundays or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 Day. This, I was going to say it's 24 7 yogurt enemas. <laughs> well, not 24 7. It's 24 1. Well, no, 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and you would say it's 24 7 day uh, Adventist. So you know that 24 yeah. 7 24 7 day enemas. Yeah, yeah. Ends on a Saturday. You rearrange um, letters in Adventist, you get enema. Anima vist is what you kind of get. <laughs> yeah, they also place emphasis emphasis on the imminent second coming of Jesus Christ. So they haven't given up on that yet. They just say Bill is wrong about it, uh, but they're still coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say, but they're just edging now. But not edging. in his lifetime, in our lifetime. Yeah. Like, duh. And another thing they believe they're uh, annihilationists, which I just learned is whenever Judgment Day comes, uh, instead of all the people going to heaven and hell, people go to heaven or whatever's next, and everyone who was a sinner or a fallen angel like Satan uh, will have their consciousness Guilty. extinguished. So they just get to live with infinite nothingness. Uh, if Better than hell. Sounds, okay. You know what? Yeah, I'd take a yogurt for for to get out of hell. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, another thing they believe in is you, which is like a good thing to believe in is you should keep your body in great shape. Um, the, their reason is because if God ever needs you, then you bet will best serve him if you're ripped or whatever. Um, oh yeah. There's a lot of stairs in the war between heaven and hell. So you're going to want good cardio. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, God and grains would be part of a balanced breakfast with no premarital sexual activity. So fair enough. Yeah. God and grains. Yep. <laughs> I want that on the shirt. I'm writing that down for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- that's kind of where he's coming from. You can imagine uh, there was that whole Bill Miller thing. Um, he failed, then they came up with a new one, um, who we're going to talk about the leaders of uh, as well, uh, which is Ellen G. White and her husband, James Springer. They were leading um, the L-N-G? seven. G? Ellen G. White. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. L and G. No, no. Not not like a university textbook uh, kind of thing. More <laughs> more like Ellen uh, G. White, yeah. Yeah, Ellen G. Uh, white. Liquid natural gas white. It's a sure, it's yeah. that yeah. But we'll talk more about them uh, in a couple paragraphs. But So back to Kellogg. He was originally um, a very sick kid. Uh, and his parents also believed in the second coming of Christ was imminent and that formal education for their children was not super necessary. Sure. Yeah. So John Harvey Kellogg went to public school from ages nine to 11 and then he started working. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't know how unusual that was for the time. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. It was the Industrial Revolution. It was it was work, work, work. Get in that triangle shirt factory and make us more shirts. We're, we've chained the fire exit shut. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he left uh, school to work sorting brooms in his father's broom factory. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking made-up job, dude. Talk about putting the resume. <laughs> Wait till you hear the next one. He... Also, read a <laughs> broom sorter <laughs> at Bro- Broom Factory. I'm gonna add that. To, I'm gonna add that to my LinkedIn. 
the like fucking Harry Potter ass fucking job you got. Yeah, yeah it is. The fucking muggle at Hogwarts. <laughs> are they taller? Are there different brushes? Like, what are you doing? Are I they- would think. Like, I know we're gonna get into the weeds of the fucking like broom categories at this point. Maybe this started his love of eugenics. Like, it's he's uneducated, yeah. and his dad has him sort brooms by how long the bristles are, and he just starts seeing yeah. that shit everywhere. Right? Maybe it's like maybe it's like a quality. Maybe like some brooms just like you know naturally come out better and stronger and can jump higher than other brooms and uh, yeah, he's just like honestly if the broom isn't viable by eight months we should get rid of it you're like no stop <laughs> you guys are making my next sentence sound really bad though okay <laughs> good good all right at, this would be at, age, sentence. at age 12 john harvey kellogg was offered work by the whites okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well really painting a picture here the, the, they're not the color of the skin the their last but, name is white. but presumably also the color of their skin yeah <laughs> you'd have to guess yeah um but yeah so he became one of their protégés uh and he started off as an errand boy and then he became a printer's devil which i had oh, to yeah, look up i can sort your brooms for you mister no problem i'm creating <laughs> errands what you want me to be your printer's devil too yeah i want old timey jobs i'm like i don't want like team lead i was like a coordinator production manager none of that shit i want to be fqa devil when i get one day right i want oh yeah well what do you say you 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 just work at the broom factory sorting brooms boy do i got a job for you printer devil come on (laughs) come on keep up here's a a, a whiskey for you huh We're, we're working here come on stay hydrated but so basically what a printer's devil is, is you just run around and you make sure the printers are running. You like fill the ink. Usually your hands are completely black from the ink by the end of your day. And that's why they call you a printer's devil. Don't know why. Because devils have black hands. I Yeah, there's like old paintings of demons where it's like he's got like the bright red tongue and the black skin and the goat horns. And like uh, Black Philip is the evil goat in the witch movie. Right. So like I, it is it is an, it is an evil color. Yeah. Okay. In, in, in 1683, English printer Joseph Moxon wrote that devil was a humorous term for boys who were covered in ink. Whence <laughs> the workmen do jo- jocosely call them devil, and sometimes spirits and sometimes flies. End quote. Cool. <laughs> so you could also call the them. Yeah, you could also call them uh, spirits or flies. Okay. Well, this spirit or fly um, was really good at his job, and he was eventually doing proofreading and editorial work. And he became like very self uh, educated. He's doing a lot of reading, uh, both for work and for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he helped to set articles for health or how to live in the health reformer, becoming familiar with Ellen G. White's theories of health. Um, okay. And he started became a vegetarian after uh, listening to her Seventh Day Adventist stuff. You ever figure G- that he just didn't know a whole lot because he's setting type and reading everything backwards? And that's why he's off on this. <laughs> why he's so fucking ass backwards. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. LG, I just wanted to write your call to let you know some health tips I've picked up on the job. Don't eat the printer ink. Don't stick your hands in the machinery. Don't <laughs> def- don't fall into the hell box with the other cast off uh, typesets. Yeah, with the, with the crippled devils that didn't finish probation without losing a finger in the threshing in the in the machine, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, a, if a snake visits you in your dreams and offers you a bargain, don't take it. <laughs> there's this meme i keep saying it i love it it's of uh eve like looking at an apple and she's like but god said i shouldn't eat from the app and then a snake cuts in really quick going no <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I love that the modernization of that old tale, but anyway. Um yeah, so now Kellogg's starting to grow up, and he's one of four people who raised a bunch of um money to give to the leaders of the Seventh Day Adventist, Ellen G. White, her husband, um, James Springer White, to relocate to Battle Creek, Michigan with their publishing business um, in 1855. So he's like, well, if I can't go to the Seventh Day Adventist, I'll make them uh, be, make their home base right where I am kind of thing. Yeah, so, right. that works. Yeah. I and, work at home. It's a great idea. Yeah. Kellogg hoped to become a teacher, uh, and at age 16, he actually taught a district school in Hastings, Michigan. Um, and at yeah, age... yeah I, I attended public school from ages 9 to 11. <laughs> oh, I'll make a great teacher. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I sorted brooms, read backwards. I'm the most qualified man in Michigan, actually. <laughs> yep. Because he even went to Michigan State Normal School at age 20. Um, oh, good. Uh, is that actually what it's called? Because there's all this like 19th century terminology that just might mean... It, did they call it normal school opposed to like, prep or whatever? It's a good question. I wasn't okay, there for sorry, it. Okay, sorry. That was a goof. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good... No, I mean, like you, you kind of have a point. But yeah, yeah he throwing was, shit at me like printer devil, and then you're like normal school. I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I spilled my drink. I'll be back. Yeah. Keep going. And he was enrolled in a teacher's training course there. But the Kellogg's and the Whites. At normal. Yeah, at normal school to become a teacher uh, at 20. But the Kellogg's and the Whites uh, convinced him to join his half brother, Merritt, along with Edson White, William C. White, and Jenny Tremblay as students in a six-month medical course okay. at Russell Trawls Hygiotherapeutic College in Florence Township, New Jersey. Um, <laughs> Another great name. Normal school, you, some would call it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so why did the church folks send these, like, five or, like, yeah, these five, like, trusted members of the church to become doctors, right? Like, it doesn't really go directly with secularism to become a doctor. I would say prayer probably wasn't cutting it at this point. So, yeah, their goal was to develop a group of trained doctors, like, that would be on their side um, and would live in the Reform Institute in Battle Creek. Um, and if the science folk tried to mess with the church, they'll have people who are well-informed and can at least defend their side well enough for it's, any normal person at normal school to not know the difference. It's, right? it's the Fox yeah. News strategy, right? Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get one guy, get him the credentials, pay for it all, make sure he passes. And even though he's our quack, he's, you know, he's got some some yeah. air of credibility. That's right. Yeah. So he can pull from his the same studies that other folks are and, and be able to have different spins on it and all these types yeah, of yeah. things. Vaccines cause autism, et cetera, et cetera. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They and, don't, for the record. Because I, I wasn't clear that I was joking. I haven't, I haven't read the documentation, but <laughs> uh, Kellogg gained fame uh, while being the chief medical officer at the Battle Creek Sanitarium. Uh, I love the okay. name too. The Battle Battle, Battle Creek, Creek. Sanitarium. Battle Creek's a great name for a town for sure. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And then the sanitarium too. It feels like there's something violent, but like clean. It's like almost it's, like violent cleansing, which is something he probably believes in. Yeah, but, yeah. It's almost like. It's almost too good to be like a video game no location. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it's too on the nose to even like exist in a video game. But yeah. uh, very, very now, good. I thought of this idea, by the way, because I was thinking of the games I played recently and I was using there's a character named Kellogg in Fallout 4 and I was using his pistol 
And then I was like, oh yeah, that Kellogg guy has like a crazy life story. Like the real Kellogg guy. Why mm. don't I think about that? So it did come from a video game. Uh, so there you go. Battle Creek Sanitarium, put it in Fallout 4 someone. <laughs> Even though it's in Michigan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a sanitarium you go to and like an abandoned one in Dishonored 2. Nice. Which is like, again, one of these like rich people hotels, all these like, you know, quack treatments for various whatever for the consumption or, or shit mm. like that. Yeah. Cool. So Adventists believed in promoting a vegetarian diet, abstinence from alcohol and tobacco, uh, good exercise, uh, all which Kellogg followed. And uh, he's remembered as an advocate for vegetarianism and wrote in favor of it very early. Like before that was uh, some like you'd hear about it a lot more now than you would back then kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Even after leaving the Adventist church in his midlife. So he only uh, stayed with them for like the first half of his life, but still always had um, that influence. um, This is why there's no bacon bits and (laughs) cornflakes. This is why. Yep. (laughs) But you know this what? Man, you buy it's some a egg box milk. to use milk and not beef broth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put the beef broth or the cereal first in the morning. Yeah. You, you put the cereal in the milk. But if you're using beef broth, you put the beef broth first. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lucky charms with bone broth. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, buco, al lucky charms. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, so this is a good place. Uh, we kind of have the background now. You can see where Kellogg came from, like where he grew up, the kind of um, projection of his life. Um, but now we can go on to the shorter half of the episode after this break and start to talk about uh, some of his contributions to society in terms of his uh, inventions and other ideas. So, Boy, I hope they were all good. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, we'll see you guys after the break. Hello, welcome back to from the break. Um, so we're still talking about John Harvey Kellogg, JHK. I cranked one out in the break. That's what I was supposed to do, right? Yeah, <laughs> he would be so mad, dude. No, ghost of John. No, Harvey ghost Kellogg. of John Kellogg. <laughs> not the for a not guy. The, not the spectral circumcision. No. Yeah, I mean. There's got to be something weird going on, right? Like adopting 50 kids and never having a single one with your wife and it, saying you should never have sex unless it's to have a kid. Like, he's gay. And it's just like illegal and unacceptable at that point, right? Yeah, and, gay. Maybe he's just like asexual. Like, yeah. maybe, he's, maybe he's just a fucking freak. I, I don't need, yeah. know if we need to put all his trauma on. 
the LGBTQ community, but one of his, there's definitely something going on. <laughs> one of his uh, things he invented, I didn't have it down here because it wasn't one of his more important inventors, was the four-foot massager. Um, okay. Where you can put okay. two people okay. at wait, once. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Fuck. Yeah, I, I, I wish too. I could have guessed. No. Well, I actually don't even know. I didn't look it up. So I, I'm I'm speculating. But. I oh, immediately okay. thought of some anti-happy ending device that was like an extended like arms you would give to the little the lady that was okay. doing it. It's for not you, a right? sin if you can do it from the next room, right? Like yeah, yeah, like four <laughs> feet away. It's just I, obviously Mickey Mouse gloves, and then you just do the chopping motion. It's like just on meter sticks, right? Yeah, yeah. I I I envisioned like like human feet, but made out of like I don't know pig flesh or something. And, and there's just like a big crank and they just like massage your back and you get four of them to just like massage your back. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, so like, we both thought of like a Dr. Seuss factory. Like a nail spa, two people sitting next to each other can get their feet wet and massaged at the same time. But okay, okay, that's okay. boring, right? Mm-hmm. That's boring. And that's not going to help his wife. Have- <laughs> four, four foot massage. I know it's weird. He's just like, oh, I just made the the whatever the salt water tub wider. And it's like, yeah. oh, genius patented. <laughs> yep. Um. So first, the one that he's known most for is foods. Um. So he marketed a wide variety of vegetarian foods. Um. Some of them were um like they're basically meant to be easy to chew and to digest. Um. And if you have like a starchy food such as a grain. Uh, they're ground and baked to promote the conversion of starch into dextrin. Uh, he loved nuts. Uh, nuts was like his big thing. He's like, well, no, he didn't. He didn't love nuts. He hated sex. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. They're, well, he would grind uh, grind them up or boil or steam them. So this, this man hated sex, and he was into grinding. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> what a hypocrite! He. Uh, yeah, he thought that nuts were going to be the the future. Basically, whenever we make <laughs> all of our, <laughs> our no, babe, our, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, nuts are the future. <laughs> uh, he's kind of right. Like uh, fucking nuts. California used all of its water on almonds. There is yeah. none left. Like There's he no was water on the left. right track. They right? used it all in almonds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and like whenever like people would i guess like more people that versus farmland or something like as population was ramping up nuts were like to him the way that that we would have to go because i don't know they're fatty and nutritious i kind of get it yeah i don't know that's his thing that's kellogg yeah Uh, they're very healthy don't get me wrong yeah yeah. just what Uh, a what a what a harebrained thing to say that's for the future future. (laughs) yeah and the he the all the foods he developed tended to be bland uh because in the teachings of ellen g white i was gonna uh, say flavor is sin it's indulgent yeah it's it blend foods to uh bland foods minimize excitement sexual arousal and masturbation um so uh, one thing i want to make clear because it's really not like today whenever you hear kellogg if you know this story it's like oh yeah he made cereal to stop masturbation as much as that was like kind of his thoughts, it was never marketed that way. It was always no. like diet. Uh, this is good. Uh, you don't have to chew it as much. Well, yeah, because uh, he was an insane person and yeah. came up with this this very marketable product, which was going to be super successful, as we can see through the yeah. lens of of hindsight. Yeah, and gave it to 
sane, rational people who were interested in making money. And we're like, yeah. uh, yeah, John, we'll, we'll tell people to stop their impure urges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Johnny boy, we got this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll take it from here, John. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to put it on the box that you won't be horny after breakfast, right? You're like, yeah, we'll put it on the box, John. Don't yeah, worry. I'll put it on the box. No, put the scalpel away. I'm not interested in a circumstance. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you're a doctor. Wait, how long did you go to school? Three years? Yeah. No, put this put this scalpel away. <laughs> <laughs> One foreskin in every box. <laughs> I mean, there is um one of the uh one of the reliquaries of uh, or one of the relics of uh Jesus of Nazareth is his foreskin. There's a really? lot of places that claim to have his foreskin. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wanna claim that. I don't wanna be like foreskin, that's bullshit. <laughs> Bootleg <like> Jesus foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> I got it off Alibaba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it took eight months to show up and it's broken in half. <laughs> Nobody wants the Alibaba foreskin, dude. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it, it was six bucks, but it was $140 shipping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wish.com for or the pray.com foreskin, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, They're way more likely to be smuggling kids. Yeah. Mom, we want Jesus foreskin. Jesus foreskin at home. It's just a bowl of nuts. Just <laughs> a bunch of almonds. <laughs> yeah, it's a breakfast cereal. Our boy in 1877, he starts experimenting to make a softer breakfast food. He sees I want to these... call it Jesus' foreskin. It's like, we're going to call it cornflakes, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine. Okay, now just imagine. Here's my pitch. Just imagine. A bowl of Jesus' foreskins in a, in a shallow amount of milk. <laughs> you see, you put the milk in, and then you put a bunch of Jesus' foreskins on top. You eat those. Doesn't that or, sound great? Or how about this? Instead of cornflakes, anti-porn flakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's like, um, what, may, maybe the, 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 the what I don't about, think the marketing what, team would like that one. What about crown of thorn flake? Hmm? Oh, <laughs> very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so around 1877, <laughs> he I, didn't a, I didn't have another bit. That was just great. <laughs> yeah, so he starts to make a softer breakfast food, uh, easier to chew than last night's dinner. Um, it's a mixture of wheat, oats, and corn, baked at high temperatures for a long period of time to break down or dextrinize <laughs> starch yep. molecules into, the, into grain. Uh, there's also like a school of thought back then that you really had to... I forget the 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 person who coined it, but chew all of your food forty times before swallowing. Oh, I feel like I've heard this about when talking about in the context of John Harvey Kellogg before as well. Right? It's yeah, just not. Yeah. If you've ever, if you ever, next time you're eating something, if you're if you're listening to the show and eating something right now, count to forty. Like it is such a lot of chews. Yeah, and I, rid- not now. Like fresh bite forty. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm like seven and I'm done. That food is like over chewed at this point. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some foods where you go, like you don't you even have six to six times that. Oh my god! Box of craft dinner, a box of uh, macaroni and cheese. I think I could get through it with like zero bites if I had yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, depends, it depends how cooked the noodles are, but I yeah. think even like even al dente box macaroni, you can yeah. probably probably. I also want to say a guy giving gullet. chewing advice who's this into yogurt. I don't <laughs> believe anything he's gonna say. <laughs> it's it's somebody else's rule, but he's like, no, I stand behind it. Totally. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I'm a doctor. That makes sense. <laughs> and that's Even why he Jesus made his foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That's why he made his breakfast food softer and cooked it so much longer. So you, you with all this time in the morning, right? You don't have to chew forty times before swallowing. I, I did the chewing for for you to save you time. <laughs> yeah, well, especially when work work starts at what, like five in the morning. You need to get to the printing press, and you you're expected to chew forty times before that. Yeah, like you got a nice ch- bowl of beef broth and Jesus foreskin. Set you on your way for a yeah. bright and shiny day. Yeah, <laughs> chewing this fucking foreskin that feels like a wallet for 40 times so I can go to fucking work and yell at the printer's <laughs> devil. <laughs> bag of beef jerky, but jerked foreskins. Oh, jerk Ew. foreskins. That's funny. That sounds uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. sounds okay. Jerk my foreskin. That sounds okay. Well, oh, so no, no, goes to Dr. John R. <laughs> He's here again. <laughs> the beef broth. No, please. <laughs> uh, after it cooled, they cooked that stuff on real hot. Hot. He breaks it into crumbs, the bread that comes out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it was originally marketed under the name uh, Granula. You... Okay. But it I was going to say, you, you might call it not crumbs, but flakes. Yeah. <laughs> well, first it's granula, and then it leads okay. to legal problems with James Caleb Jackson, who already sold a wheat cereal under that name, apparently. Wait, Damn, so John Harvey Kellogg invented cereal, but he named it after some other guy's cereal that he'd already invented? I guess so, man. James <laughs> I, Caleb I, Jackson next week. The numbers, I, Mason, yeah. what do they mean? <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say, it's like, how did the second cereal on Earth run into copyright problems? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's like when there was two cars in the state of Ohio or, or something, and they, they had an accident. They like, oh, crashed yeah, into each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the granula, like maybe would have been under James Caleb Jackson. I need to look it up, but it might've been just like an ingredient for something else. Like when you make a pie, put some granula on the top to give it a crunch or something. I don't know if it was actually cereal, but the inventor of the first dry whole grain breakfast cereal, James Caleb Jackson. Okay. There we go. Called granula. So what do you in 1811 and he died in 1895. Wow. He he was, Oh, he's part of a series on seventh day Adventist church. I don't know if huh. he was part of it. So he was a physician. Guys. And he opened a hydropathic institute. Oh no, Whoa, dude! He's like the, <laughs> the, the same guy. Okay, yeah, we're doing a ser- we're doing a serial multi-parter to close out the year of Lord Boys. Okay, yeah, from now yeah. until the end of December, it's just serial guys because they're all <laughs> yeah. freaks. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just wait till we get to the fucking honeycomb mascot. Oh, that yeah. guy's a freak. <laughs> so- <laughs> Wait till you see his foot massage device. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, granula was already taken, so the, he called it granola. And that's no. why. granula was already taken. Like, what do you mean? There was one. Like Peter said, there was one other fucking cereal, and he just called it the other guy's cereal. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what he did. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, maybe we could blame it on the marketing team in this one. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, the Kellogg's are best known for the invention um, of cornflakes down the line. I don't know if their first batch was cornflakes, but cornflakes was uh, what they got popular for. Okay. Next one up is kind of, um, it, it's argued. Nobody really knows exactly where it came from. I always hear from American comics that whenever you think of um, like black history, that uh, black folks invented peanut butter, but John okay. Kellogg uh, is also one of the people who's been credited for the invention. Okay, uh, so he it's supposed uh, to be that George to Washington it. Carver or something is yes the black guy who invented uh, yes Marcellus Gilmore Edson. 
was a Canadian chemist and pharmacist. Yeah. So I have all these guys. I have all these guys. I have all okay, these guys. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rose Davis of Alderville, New York, he, as early as 1840, was um, credited as giving making a peanut spread uh, after her son described Cuban women grinding peanuts into paste and eating it on bread. So okay. 1840, stole it from Cuba. Uh, then we have in 1884, Marcellus Gilmore Edson of Montreal, Canada, yeah. uh, um, obtained a patent for the manufacture of peanut candy. So it's a flavoring paste made from roasted peanuts with seven parts of sugar. So we're getting closer to it. And this is in 1884. Uh, in 1894, we have George A. Bale of St. Louis uh, selling a cheese nut snack food containing peanuts <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> uh, pe- <laughs> And then the peanut-only version was more successful when they took the cheese out the nuts. Just John Harvey Kellogg shaking at the at the phrase "cheese nut." <laughs> <laughs> what did they do to my pure flavorless snack? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the one that we know, or that is more well known, is uh, the George Washington Carver. Yeah, he's often credited because his scientific work with peanuts and the promotion of their use. But Carver and Kellogg corresponded in the 1920s and 30s about the use of both peanuts and sweet potatoes in recipes. So um, I'm fine with leaving it with George Washington Carver with the W on this one. Uh, Kellogg uh, could go fuck himself. Uh, he had a little. He had a little. He had a little yam pen pal there. Yeah, That's cute. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. This guy may have invented peanut butter, but he was in correspondence with a white. So why yeah. wouldn't we give credit to Mr. Kellogg? Yeah, it's mm. true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's probably what they said. Correspondence believe- with the white could be the name of this show. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah, how he got be, his. That could be the alternate. They, that should just be an alternate word for podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correspondence <laughs> with the whites. Yeah, a oh CWW. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he actually made some meat substitutes, um, back in the day, which. Uh, around 1895, they found Damn, some. My boy right? made impossible flakes. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he introduced but did not patent nuttos. N u t t o s e. Um, okay. the first commercially produced alternative to meat, and nuttos was made from peanuts, resembled cold roast mutton. By seasoning and meriting, they could taste like fried chicken or barbecue. I don't know how, how close they could get it back then if they're still. Getting, they're getting closer now. Uh, Ethan probably knows better than any of us, but I yeah. feel like back then, I don't know how you make peanuts taste like barbe- or like fried chicken and barbecue. Some I had of some fucking... soy dogs are pretty good, actually. Yeah. I had um, I had uh, shiitake mushrooms done as uh, General Tao today. So, mm. like, I actually, I actually looked up the restaurant and be like, did I actually order chicken? But no, shiitake wow. mushrooms are so fucking good. And I say that as somebody who hasn't eaten chicken in four years. So I'm sure somebody who eats chicken more regularly yeah. would be like, yeah, no, this is definitely mushrooms but big uh, fan of mushrooms big fan of mushrooms on my end here i googled nuttos because i wanted to get a picture of it i can't find a picture of it but they do have like there's a modern brand called natina advertises made with peanuts would you guys like a picture of (laughs) fresh at the can natina because it does not look good i was gonna (laughs) say it's either gonna look like refried beans or spam both of which are horrible Yeah, oh. it looks like canned bread. It looks like cat food. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like bread, almost like in an aspic, you know, yeah. like like bread suspended in gelatin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. Um, yeah, so, him, though for making vegan alternatives, that's neat. 
Yeah, he's so strange. Like, there's like some parts that are like so progressive about him, and then other parts where he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, we shouldn't eat meat, but also like white people should be the only people around. It's like, well, where the fuck did you get that part? You know? Okay, sorry. I'm I'm closing tabs, and I'm still on the James Caleb Jackson page. He's so similar to John Harvey Kellogg. It's got three names, first of all. Uh, But also, he wrote a book, Dancing, Its Evils and Its Benefits. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, I want to read that. Right? <laughs> that sounds cool. It's fantastic. Uh, next yeah. episode's about dancing. I'm I'm pushing whatever I was yeah. gonna do next week to, <laughs> to, to a month and a half for now. Yeah. I thought about doing Sekiro today, but I was like, no, that would be stealing Pete's Thunder way too much. That's not next week, but soon. Uh, <laughs> with Christian believers, there is a very general distrust existing toward dancing as an amusement. They feel that it is productive of wide evil, and the more liberal of them believe that it is, at best, productive of only incidental good. Oh my god. <laughs> incidental is... good. Yeah, so that's the intro, and then it starts with physiological evil. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so next up, we're moving on to some of his medical feats. Uh, now that we've gotten cornflakes and peanut butter uh, out of the way. Peanut uh, butter, which he did not invent for the record. Which, no, he didn't. Yeah. But he... Well, sometimes tries to take the we had like four people in front of him on that list too and we'll mm-hmm. still give it to uh the yeah. guy that everybody normally says so That's it. yeah four um, black people or three black people at least yeah mostly black people <laughs> so not surprising that it was stolen also yeah. photography was invented by a black also person the cuban out. ladies <laughs> that were already doing it yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so next up you can look at the next photo i have for you it is the one with the chair and the light bulbs um, okay <laughs> so this is called a radiant uh light bath this is big on fox news too now showing your butthole to the sun or whatever oh right? sunning your nuts yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so this is complete quackery except for there is some folks who treat um depression with um light that basically mimics the sun it's just like if you're not getting yeah. outside enough it then tr- tricks your body into producing vitamin d Right? Yes. Like, so that's the only type of therapy that is real for this. But he would stick people with fatal illnesses in a closet full of light bulbs and leave them in there for a while and just be like, <laughs> "To be fair, better, so man. in this picture, it's a it's a like a a white stool with a back uh, in a like James says a closet of mirrors and light bulbs, yeah. uh, and then there's just like the perfect little uh, carve out." for your head so you would close all the flaps presumably and just your head would be sticking out of this box so you could still have a conversation with people uh yep oh, i uh, didn't notice that foot they have little foot vents too yeah so your feet can breathe yeah. that's important i don't know how many I'm you can like, only get two feet on there yeah. you can only get like maybe f- you can't get four so this thing is not adapting <laughs> this is not the four this is not the four foot yeah no the four no, foot no, light no, bath no, no. <laughs> it lo- it's kind of reminiscent of um those like old people bath that you are like the taller oh, ones. Yeah. The, the yeah. sit down bath. Yeah. For, yeah for, exactly. my, my grandmother has one of those. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every yeah, time don't... they would come on, my dad used to say how ridiculous it would be to have to sit and wait for it to drain. Ah. Yeah, you're right. That's correct. Don't, yeah. don't, <laughs> don't open the door on my light bath until all the bulbs are off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want you to see my shame. Yeah, uh, another invention. Marcus hides my shame. <laughs> another invention I found of his is the last picture. I think it's an exercise machine. I couldn't find it. It's called the Camel Bench or the Camel something. Let me see. Hey, okay. So to describe me. it, the it Camel is, for exercise. 
If anybody has seen an old sewing machine, it's got the big wheel on the bottom that I guess you move with your feet. In this photo, you can't see if it's got pedals, but it is just like the metal kind of middle cutout of a horse with just a fucking regular saddle on it. Yeah. And then what looks like an Uzi on the front and like a big wooden crank. Yeah. So yeah, you can, uh, it's just an exercise machine, I guess, before, um, really like back then, I think, I feel like you just went to work more than anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just worked in the lead mines until your back broke. Yeah. <laughs> the industrial revolution, baby. You just make hats until you go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also created, uh, an irrigator. Uh, but this is in the medical field. So it's not for uh, tending to your farmer's <laughs> fields of, of wheat for the cereal. It's um, his invention of improvements to an irrigating apparatus, particularly adaptable adaptable for colonic irrigating. Yeah, Got to go flush uh, out this year's uh, nut harvest, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yogurt, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so the improved irrigator had features such as measuring the amount of liquid entering and exiting the colon um as well as regulating the positive pressure of the pump liquid so i don't know i guess when you're filling up the butt it's got like a little gas station like ticker going (laughs) dings at the end you got an attendant in a little paper hat with like a striped shirt like oh well gee howdy there mister what are we doing today filling her up yeah Uh, (laughs) Forty dollars worth of yogurt, please. Uh, Forty dollars, yeah. right up, sir. You want the premium unleaded or regular unleaded? Mm. No, no, all the lead, please. I am told <laughs> at this time in history that it's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just wants a tip. I'll do self service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a tip, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, irrigation. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna fill you up. Just get in this room. You'll see. There's this conveniently cut hole in the wall. <laughs> just put your posterior right up against yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got a little, little like, infinity like, cut in the just, like, two butt cheeks that you can go through. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he invented the glory hole, basically, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's what we're going to get canon. Oh, my greatest shame. <laughs> <laughs> They're mispurposing my enema room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back to his personal life and away from his inventions, he married uh, Ella Ervilla Erv- Eaton. Is she one of his cousins? It's it's that time of, in history. Uh, not that I know. Uh, okay. it, it didn't mention great it. name, Ella Ervilla Eaton. Yeah, E E E of Alfred Center in New York on February twenty second, eighteen seventy nine. Uh, the couple maintained separate bedrooms and did not have any biological children. Uh, but like I said, they were foster parents to 42 children and legally adopted eight of them, uh, probably the white ones. Uh, <laughs> and although John Harvey Kellogg had done some good in his life, this is just in case Ethan didn't interrupt me or, or not interrupt me, but like give the right message earlier. He's very he has bad opinions, like uh, bad opinions about sex. Um, bad, he was really hurtful to the boys and girls he operated on, uh, trying to make them stop have sexual urges, which is some weird projection he had. Like he's clearly uh, a lunatic is yeah, the exactly. main yeah. issue, right? Yeah, he's a racist and he believed in eugenics. Like I said, starting off with like men- oh, mental illness or physical illness that was um, based off of um, like what your parents have. So like if 
like two people with Down syndrome shouldn't have a child, you would say. And then he started to extend that to different races and things. And yeah, he got sure. uh, all of it's bad, but that sad. And he would influence Nazi ideology uh, eventually since he was before then. Um, but so fuck him. Fuck him. Yeah. I'm glad he's uh, dead. I'm but, upset that he's still haunting my living room, but I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is, if you ever wondered how Cyril came about, uh, it was from him, him hoping that you wouldn't. Um, Maniacs and, invented yeah. Serial is what we've learned by Googling yeah, the so, other guy, too. What yeah, the yeah. fuck? And I think Adnan did it. Yeah. And it's really <laughs> weird how uh, some of the craziest people I can did have. for a while. <laughs> the craziest people are going to have the biggest impact on, like, day-to-day life, right? Like, the next, how many people are going to pour a bowl of cereal this morning, tomorrow morning, and it all came from this fucking psycho? I mean, I mean, it, it holds true to this day that, like, like insane, it, like, the, the more batshit crazy you are, like, there is a charisma to it that does convince yeah. a lot of people if you're just, like, yeah. screaming loud. Um, and convinced in yourself too, like to the point of of it being theological. You believe in your own. It's still true. Value. Like I saw, I like a I can't remember the guy's name on this YouTuber. I check in once in a while. He does like uh, like videos about fraud, like Sam Bankman Fried, all the crypto shit. Elon Musk are this guy now. Like all these people yeah. who come up to you, they just yeah. make I'm, at at at, Jeez, at least there's a cat. I, the cat is <laughs> literally on my friggin' thing. And yeah, there she's going. Like she's in heat and she's screaming and she's. I know. Walking poor, on my stuff. Give us a scream a, on Mike. Come on, poor BB. Give us a scream. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Oh, she's just pawing at, paw at the little, little She was doing little birds, but I don't think it was yeah. coming through. Um. But yeah, like there's there's always going to be some guy with snake oil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Doctor Oz, Trump, like all these yeah. people. Yeah. At yeah. least the good side of this guy was just like eat vegetables and exercise. Like, yeah, that's yeah. good. Whereas like the people tobacco's like, hucking, bad, drinking's bad, hucking fake money. I mean, not that money's real. At least it's backed by a government. But like, as, <laughs> you know, like Sam Bankman-Fried and Elon Musk are just like are just in it for themselves now. Like, I don't think there's anything redeeming about either one of those guys. Like, Elon at least made electric cars cool, which yeah. at present, I believe, is better than gas cars. But, yeah. like, who knows what the fuck is going to happen there. Um, Look how bad my cat wants to find a mate right now. She's I know, she's so flopping. cute. She's flopping and, like, rubbing herself all over the ground. Fuck me, fuck me. Yeah. Who goes from Tony Kellogg? Don't go after the cat. No, yeah. she doesn't know any better. cornflakes, dude. Oh, my God, what a <laughs> sin, actually. I'm going to start, I'm going to eat meat, and I'm going to eat you, because you're a sin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't lead me to temptation, beast. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, this kind of person has existed forever. It's just, like... It's less common now, I guess, because if there's a guy who, like, might just be sick in some way, he can get treatment before leaving school when he's 11 and going to a yeah. work for, like, sort his father's brooms, right? Yeah. Like, you can yeah. you can go to the hospital now, which yeah. is much, much better. As, as bad as things seem, pretty much across the board, they're better now than they've ever been. Yeah, right? exactly. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was the story of um, our, our buddy JHK. Well, not our buddy. Uh, but uh, an interesting Friend of the story. show, uh, JHK. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting yeah. story. Did you know that the JK and JK Rowling sense for John Kellogg? So, oh no, yeah. <laughs> reincarnated. Yeah, <laughs> no ghosts of John Kellogg. Don't write children's books about wizards. Yeah, yeah. don't <laughs> fiddle with your wand. Tweet, yeah. yeah, don't fiddle with your wand outside of class. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 don't publish that tweet, John. <laughs> 
All right. Um, I think it's a good enough time as any to get out of here. Um, so who normally does? Ethan, you start this usually, right? Yeah, sure. If you like the show, yeah. consider leaving us a review or telling your friends. It's the only way we grow. And it beats the world to us that you'd be willing to share such a silly, zany story as John Hervey Kellogg with your friends. Um, if you want to get in touch, we have an email. Contact at loreboys.com. Received a lovely email the other day from a name who I'm not going to remember. Uh, but if you guys, if Samuel, oh, that's true, Samuel. Um, longtime Discord member as well. Discord.gg slash lore lore voice. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, I got to pause every time. One day I'll write it down on a post-it <laughs> note and just stick it on my computer. But <laughs> I'll always say it anyways. Yeah. I always do Discord in my little thing. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Jimmy, you want to talk about Discord? Yeah, coming to Discord. Uh, it's it's been popping off. There's a lot of stuff going on. People are hanging out. Uh, they had a community night a couple weeks ago. Um, people are just hanging out in there. Um, Pete and I'll make some uh, appearances every once in a while, but no promises. Uh, but the good stuff is that you can get access to loser titles uh, game that we play today. So like, if you would have to guess something like um, a foreskin in every box, right? And then. Mm-hmm. What could that be? What could the boys be talking about this week? And then if you guess right, uh, one of the folks, I think Jodo's keeping scores. So there's a, a fun little game that all the patrons play. Then there's also, you can ask us anything, uh, episode picks. Uh, if you don't feel like going to find these yourself, we will include them. And uh, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, that's if you are a subscriber. But if you're not a subscriber, uh, there is... Um, a good 20 other channels of stuff to do in there as well. Yeah. So up in the discord, discord.gg slash lore boys, L O R E B O Y S. You know where to find us here. So you should find us there. Yeah. It's the best way to get in touch with us. Feel free to, to add us or ping us or, or let us know if you got something going on or want a question, question, answer, question for us, whatever it might be. Huh? Uh, and Peter, what's going on with you slash Instagram at lore boys podcast on Instagram. I still update it. Uh, I am on social media vacation. Still, it's been nice. I'm deleting your fucking messages, not reading them. Um, but feel free to forward us memes because when I do start, when I do get back into the swing of things, I will appreciate all the shit that you... The meme game is over. strong in our Discord server, I think. <laughs> I, I'm not in a ton, but I, I, I'm, I'm happy with the meme game. My favorite one today was uh, <laughs> Fragile Shark posted Meadow from The Sopranos and that, like, it's episode, like, seven oh, or something, yeah. the one that where she goes to college and she goes dad are you in the mafia right, and it's yeah. just that like gangster fucking, spongebob <laughs> that gangster spongebob t-shirt but standing where like um yes uh send us stuff uh if you <laughs> want to if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash boys, where you get access to some of the things that Jamie mentioned, the, the bonus content, which is us uh-huh. just talking, um, and some other cool stuff. So check it out if you're interested. Patreon.com slash boys. There's a link in the description. I am of so course. sorry, guys. This cat is just running <laughs> right over my mic. Every she's time. running a muck right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> she's like banging her head on the floor, which is like shaking the mic. I'm just holding yeah. her now until we're finished. Yeah. Uh, if you don't trust Patreon, of course, we do have Lower West Prime. This week, we are in need of a Ghostbuster. Because uh, uh, I do be wanting to bust, if you know what I mean. But I got a bit <laughs> of a problem with the ghost in my house right now. He keeps putting all my bread into gelatin. And sometimes <laughs> I will wake up and my genitals are in like an aspic just kind of suspended in a jelly like uh, the first episode of the office uh, <laughs> uh, 
And it's it's an unpleasant way to start your day. I gotta say, you know, I'm just I just want to get up and have my my bowl of cornflakes and, and jerk off before the before work starts. And it's really hard to do. <laughs> really hard to do. <laughs> when I look down, and my nuts are in jelly. And yeah, there's yogurt leaking out of you. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the yogurt. The yogurt was not that was me. That was on purpose, but uh, <laughs> that was to increase sexual urges, actually, uh, paradoxically. So yeah. Um, yeah, if anyone knows a good Ghostbuster or you are a good Ghostbuster, then we'll we'll hit you with some prime benefits. Like, crunch at us. Like, like nuts. Uh, 40 times crunch at us. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you exclusive rights to any time uh, you see Peter in person. You can uh, request all the nuts in his pocket, and he has to give them to you. I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the nuts he's carrying at any time. I'm like an <laughs> undercover cop. Yeah. <laughs> you got all nuts on you? You have to tell me. <laughs> I want to add something, but I'm literally holding my cat in a choke hold and uh, focus yeah. on this. But yes. Uh, uh, cool. And I think that would cost you a lore, lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Yeah, we got Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.